For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. I will arise and go forth to the house of my father. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. House of my young. Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject Yeshua from Genesis to Revelation. This is part 16 of the series. In Acts chapter 15, there is a ruling given regarding how the non-Jews are to be received in the faith and be a part of the commonwealth of Israel in doing so. It says in Acts chapter 15 and verse 20 that we write to them that are among the Gentiles that they abstain from pollutions of idols, from fornication, from things strangled, and from blood. Why? was the ruling these four things. Why are these four necessary things? Well, to begin with, we need to understand the principle that the God of Israel commands his people to be a holy people. In Exodus, in chapter 19, in verses 5 and 6, it is written, Now therefore, if you obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you'll be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people people for all the earth is mine and you shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. Leviticus chapter 11 verse 45 it is written you shall be holy for I am holy. Psalm 29 verse 2 worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 14 follow peace or shalom with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. So we see the principle that the God of Israel commands that his people be holy before him. This is necessary to understand and why the ruling was given regarding these four necessary things, which again are that you abstain from idols, abstain from fornication, abstain from things strangled, and abstain from blood. In the art scroll of Leviticus, or Ikra. Art Scroll is an Orthodox Jewish commentary on the scriptures. In the introduction on pages 18 and 19, it is explained, the Torah uses the term holiness specifically with regard to these areas, idolatry, sexual immorality, and forbidden foods. So you see that in the Torah, these areas are areas
is which the God of Israel desires for his people to be holy in, and this applies not only to the native born, but to the stranger as well. Therefore, what we're going to see in examining the reason for these necessary things is these are requirements in the Torah of a stranger or a non-Jew who joins himself to the commonwealth of Israel, what they have to be doing in order to demonstrate to the God of Israel that they are pursuing holiness or righteous living. Let's look at the first one, and that is that you abstain from idols. The God of Israel forbids the worshiping of idols. In Exodus, in chapter 20, which is the chapter on the giving of the Ten Commandments, in verse 2 he says, I am the Lord your God which brought you out of the land of Egypt. Verse 3, you will have no other gods before me. Verse 4, you shall not make unto you any graven image. Verse 5, you shall not bow down yourself to them, nor serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God. So this is the forbidding of the worshiping of idols. In the art scroll of Leviticus, in the intro on pages 45 and 46, it is explained. In the second of the Ten Commandments, which contains the admonition against idolatry, the Torah describes God as a God of jealousy. Ramban, or Moses Nachmanides, notes that with reference to God, the term jealous is found only in connection with idolatry. This teaches that worship has a special status, like the intimacy of the husband-wife relationship. A woman who commits adultery becomes forbidden to her husband. In Nachmanides' commentary on the Torah to the book of Deuteronomy on page 377, he writes, whoever acknowledges the kingdom of heaven or wants to come in covenant relationship with the God of Israel denies idols and acknowledges the following of the Torah. In Leviticus, in chapter 19, we can see how holiness is linked with forsaking idols. Leviticus chapter 19 verse 2, you shall be holy for I the Lord your God am holy. And what is this holiness linked with? Leviticus chapter 19 verse 4, turn you not unto idols. Strangers or non-Jews who join themselves to the nation of Israel or the commonwealth of Israel are commanded then to forsake idols. Leviticus chapter 20 and verse 2, whosoever he be of the children of Israel or of the strangers that sojourn in Israel that gives any of his seed unto Molech who is an idol. In Leviticus chapter 20 verse 5 the punishment is that they will be cut off. The second of the four necessary things from Acts chapter 15 verse 20 is to abstain from fornication. In Leviticus chapter 18 it is instructed that the people of the God of Israel are not to follow the ways of Egypt and Canaan. Leviticus chapter 18 verse 3 it is written, after the doings of the land of Egypt and of the land of Canaan, do not do. In the art scroll of Leviticus on page 323, it explains that Leviticus chapter 18 
16 describes forbidden sexual relationship. The commentary of this chapter is, this is the first of two chapters devoted to forbidden sexual relationship. The chapter lists those relationships that are forbidden and chapter 20 lists the punishment for their violation. Leviticus in chapter 20, we can see how holiness is linked with forsaking sexual immorality. Leviticus 20 verse 7 says, Sanctify yourselves therefore and be ye holy. Leviticus chapter 20 and verse 10. And the man that commits adultery with another man's wife, even he that commits adultery with his neighbor's wife, the adulterer and the adulteress shall surely be put to death. Leviticus chapter 20 verse 7 once again is a commandment to be holy. Sanctify yourselves therefore and be holy. And holiness is linked with forsaking sexual immorality which includes homosexuality. Leviticus chapter 20 verse 13. If a man will lie with mankind as he lies with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. A follower of the God of Israel will forsake fornication. Leviticus in chapter 18 in verse 20. Moreover, you shall not lie carnally with your neighbor's wife to defile yourself with her. Leviticus 18.22 You will not lie with mankind as with womankind. It is an abomination. Leviticus 18.23 Neither shall you lie with any beast to defile yourself therewith. Neither shall any woman stand before a beast to lie down thereto. It is confusion. Non-Jews who join themselves to the nation of Israel or the commonwealth of Israel are commanded to forsake fornication and to pursue holy living. Leviticus chapter 18 verse 26. You shall therefore keep my statutes and my judgments. You shall not commit any of these abominations, neither any of your own nation, nor any stranger that sojourns among you. For whosoever shall commit any of these abominations, even the souls that commit them, shall be cut off from among their people. Let's look at the third of the four things, and that is you abstain from things strangled. The word strangled is the Strong's number 4156 in the Greek dictionary, and it means an animal deprived of life without the shedding of blood. And abstaining from things strangled means that you are not allowed to eat something or an animal that has been strangled. So this relates to food and being holiness in the area of eating food. Food. A follower of the God of Israel is not to eat forbidden food. Leviticus in chapter 11 and verse 7, it is written, And the swine or the pig, though he divides the hoof and be cloven-footed, yet he chews not the cud, he is unclean to you. Holiness is linked with not eating forbidden food. Leviticus chapter 11 verse 45, You shall therefore be holy for I am holy. And this holiness is linked with biblically eating correctly. Leviticus chapter 11 verse 47. You shall make a difference between the unclean and the clean, between the beast that may be eaten and the beast that may not be eaten. Strangers or non-Jews who want to join themselves to the nation of Israel or the commonwealth of Israel are commanded in the Torah to forsake eating for 
forbidden food, and they are to forsake eating blood. Leviticus chapter 17 and verse 11, And whatsoever man there be of the house of Israel or of the stranger that sojourns among you that eats any manner of blood, I will even set my face against that soul that eats blood and will cut him off from among his people. The fourth of the four necessary things is that you abstain from blood. A follower of the God of Israel abstains from blood. Leviticus chapter 18 verse 19. You shall not approach unto a woman to uncover her nakedness as long as she is put apart for her uncleanness. Non-Jews who want to join themselves to the nation of Israel or the commonwealth of Israel are commanded to abstain from blood. Leviticus 18.19 You shall not approach unto a woman to uncover her nakedness as long as she is put apart for her uncleanness. Leviticus 18.26 You shall therefore keep my statutes and my judgments and shall not commit any of these abominations, neither any of your own nation, nor any stranger that sojourns among you. Holiness is linked with abstaining from blood. Leviticus in chapter 20 verse 7 it is written, Sanctify yourselves therefore and be ye holy. Then Leviticus chapter 20 and verse 18 If a man shall lie with a woman having her sickness and shall uncover her nakedness, he has discovered her fountain and she has uncovered the fountain of her blood and both of them shall be cut off from among their people. Ezekiel in chapter 18 in verses 5 and 6 it is written but if a man be just and do what is lawful and right how will he behave? Verse 6 neither has he lifted up his eyes to the idols. That's one of the four necessary things. Neither has he defiled his neighbor's wife. That's another of the four necessary things and neither has he come near to a menstruous woman and that is another area of the four necessary things. Therefore, these four things that are mentioned for the non-Jew who wants to join himself to the nation of Israel, be a part of the commonwealth of Israel, and in doing so are a part of the rebuilding of the tabernacle of David. That is Acts chapter 15 verse 20 that we write unto them that they abstain from pollution of idols, from fornication, from things strangled, and from blood are things stated in the Torah, in the book of Leviticus. In Leviticus chapters 17 through 20 are requirements for a stranger or a non-Jew who wants to join himself to the nation of Israel or the commonwealth of Israel that shows that he is pursuing holiness or righteous living unto the God of Israel. But the restoring of the tabernacle of David is the unification of northern kingdom who is the house of Joseph or Ephraim that is the ten tribes and the house of Judah. The book of Hosea is written to the northern kingdom and it declares their judgment but it also shows their restoration. And what we're going to see is these are four areas of sin that the northern kingdom committed. They were sinful in the area of idolatry, sexual immorality, eating unclean foods, and blood sins. Therefore, it is the northern kingdom who's going to return and be a new covenant relationship with the God.
God of Israel through Yeshua the Messiah. And in returning to that new covenant relationship, they have to repent of their sins in those areas and show that they are pursuing holiness or righteous living. Let's see from Hosea in chapter 4 and verse 17, it tells us that Ephraim worshiped idols. Ephraim is joined to idols. Hosea 13, 2, regarding Ephraim, that, and now they sin more and more and have made them molten images of their silver and idols. However, Ephraim is going to realize what he is doing and he has prophesied that he would repent from following his idols. Hosea in chapter 14 and verse 8 it is written, Ephraim shall say, what have I to do anymore with idols? Ephraim, as we're told in the book of Hosea, is sexually immoral. As a matter of fact, the marriage between Gomer and Hosea is to represent this sexual immorality that was within the northern kingdom. Hosea 1-2, the beginning of the word of the Lord by Hosea, and it states that the land has committed great whoredom departing from the Lord. Hosea in chapter 4 and verse 13, it is written, therefore your daughters shall commit whoredom and your spouses shall commit adultery. In Hosea in chapter 9 and verse 3, we can see that Ephraim ate unclean food. It says Ephraim will eat unclean things in Assyria. Hosea in chapter 4 in verses 1 and 2 tells us that Ephraim committed blood sins. The Lord has a controversy with the inhabitants of the land because Hosea chapter 4 verse 2, blood touches blood. Why was Ephraim judged or cut off in the book of Hosea? It's because they committed sin in these four areas. They committed idolatry, Hosea chapter 4 verse 17. They committed adultery and fornication and whoredom, Hosea chapter 4 verse 13. They ate unclean food, Hosea chapter 9 verse 3. And they committed blood sins, Hosea chapter 4 and verse 2. So what do you have to do to come back into covenant relationship with the God of Israel after you've been cut off, which is what happened to the northern kingdom in Hosea in chapter 1? Well, you need to repent of the things in the areas where you are committing sin. And when you repent, that takes the curse and initiates the process of restoration. Therefore, the ruling from Acts chapter 15 verse 20 that we write to them that they abstain from pollution of idols because the northern kingdom followed after idols, Hosea chapter 4 verse 17, and from fornication because the northern kingdom committed fornication and sexual sins, Hosea chapter 4 verse 13, and from things strangled that the northern kingdom ate unclean foods, Hosea chapter 9 verse 3, and from blood they committed blood sins, Hosea chapter 4 and verse 2. Why then? What is the summary of the ruling in Acts chapter 15 by James and the brethren? Why they saw that these were four necessary things? Well, these are four areas that the God of Israel requires of his people to show that they are a holy people and they are pursuing righteous living. It is so that the people who are in covenant relationships 
relationship with the God of Israel can be a holy people. It is a ruling to reverse the curse of Ephraim because the rebuilding of the tabernacle of David is Ephraim returning to the covenant and being united with Judah through the redemptive work of the Messiah. These four areas are commandments in the Torah in Leviticus chapter 17 and verse 20 that apply to strangers who want to join themselves to the nation of Israel or the commonwealth of Israel. And the ruling itself is a ruling based upon the Torah. Then, once we have the establishment of these four necessary things, we can progress and learn more of what the Torah has us to follow as we can see from Acts chapter 15 and verse 21. For Moses of old time has in every city them that preach him being read in the synagogue every Sabbath day. Therefore, we can see that once it is established that the non-Jew is going to pursue holy living according to what the Torah specifies for the non-Jew in Leviticus, Leviticus chapter 17 and verse 20. He's going to be going to the synagogue. He's going to be every week. He's going to be learning what the Torah says. He's going to be growing in the Torah. And by studying the Torah on a weekly basis, he's going to be able to follow more and more things of what the Torah requires of him in being a believer in the God of Israel. This principle that we learn that is, the non-Jew learns the the basics and then seeks to pursue more of the Torah is something that in the commentary on the Torah by Nachmanides that referring to the teachings of the rabbis in Yebamot 47a from the Talmud, they state that regarding the stranger, the non-Jew, we inform him of some of the light commandments and some of the weighty commandment and that the non-Jew is not taught all of the Torah, but he is taught the essentials, which is followed by a commitment to observe the Torah in a greater way. Next, what we're going to do is we are going to begin looking at the epistles and we're going to see how that Paul's ministry was to the exiles of Israel. We're going to see how in 1 Peter that Peter is writing a letter to the exiles of Israel. Paul himself taught Yeshua being the Messiah, repenting of your sins and returning to him, being part of a new covenant relationship with him, and the role of the Messiah to unite the 12 tribes of Israel. As Paul himself testifies of in Acts in chapter 26 in verses 6 and 7, Paul here is before King Agrippa and he says, And now I stand, am and judge for the hope of the promise made of God unto our fathers, unto which promise our 12 tribes instantly serving God day and night hope to come. He's being judged for the hope of the promise that God made to the fathers. And this promise is something that our 12 tribes hope to come to. In other words, they have not arrived. They are hoping to come to, meaning the unification of the 12 tribes of Israel is an event of the future. It is ultimately event associated with messianic times. Now, what we're going to do next is we're going to lay a foundation for you to understand 
understand what Paul is explaining in Romans 9, 10, and 11 and 1 Peter. Well, that's going to conclude part 16 of the series on the subject Yeshua from Genesis to Revelation. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and... Please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.